This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com. Go to DrawYouAPicture.com and see if I can draw a picture for you. Hey, hey, howdy, hey, hecka, hey. This is uh, James and... uh, Actually, this is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 84, brought to you the week of October 28th. You don't care who I am. You want to know what you're listening to. And Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and scary life stories <laughs> and invite you to do the same. I'm your host. My name is James. I've got two people with me. One's Trevor. You know him from last week. Hi, Trevor. Greetings, y'all. All right. He's trying to sound American. <laughs> He's failing. <laughs> hey. hey. Greetings, y'all. Oh, dang. I messed up again. And uh, from a very special podcast called All Things Azeroth, where you can check it out at allthingsazeroth.com, we have Grace with us. Hi, Grace. Hey, James. How's it going? Pretty good. Very, very, very good, actually. It's... uh, it's it's always great to do a podcast. This is like only the second one I've ever done with two co-hosts. Um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I want to say the first one, maybe it was three. No, there was two. It was one and one of them was two ladies. I swore I'd never do that again because they ganged up on me the whole time. And <laughs> the other one was with uh, the guys, Scott and Eric, I believe, from... Um, what's that show? Somebody in the chat room help me out. Um, uh, we're both right. That's the one. So, uh, thanks for coming oh, you're on. missing one, actually. Huh? You did one with uh, you and David and Real McCoy, didn't you? Oh, that's right. That's right. But that that was my brother. They, that didn't count. He's uh, He was like me. When I'm with David, it's like it's like two Jameses. So, I didn't count that. So And then, uh, yeah, they said I did one with David and Jen. I'm talking about two people I don't know. So, get off my life. Um, I know you. This is uh this is a uh a Halloween theme show. And uh, we do one of these every year. We've done one every year so far anyway, I should say. And so we always start off with a story right at the beginning of the story uh show. So let's do one. Hello. I'm a new podcast listener and I started to listen to you just because your podcast name. I like the irony. You really have a gift and it's and it is not be a storyteller, but it is laughing of yourself. And I want to thank you for making me laugh. It is the first time that I write, and it is because I have a good, scary story, and is this. It's about 13 years ago when I attended genetics at the college, and our teacher started to miss classes. M-I-S-S. Miss classes was not her name. She missed some classes. The attending teacher noticed us that she was ill with flu even though one person from each team had to go to her office and pick up a homework for examination. Then I had to go. The next day, when I went to her office, she was there. I talked to her, hand me the homework, and I left. Later, with my friends, they asked me if she really seemed sick because she's missed a lot of classes, and I said she looked like bad, talked strange, and smelled funny, and I don't know from where I said, I think she's going to die, and... The next week, we gave the homework, and the teacher tell us, your teacher is die. You will have a new teacher. Since then, I don't say anything about my teachers or sick people. It could come true. Enjoy, Nate from Mexico City. P.S. Sorry if my English is not very well. I hope you understand the general idea. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He's the angel of death. (laughs) 
he visits his doom on people. So yeah, if if uh, Nate is in your class in Mexico City, run for your freaking life, people. He's coming. Yeah, I don't want to get him mad at me. <laughs> He's coming to destroy you. Oh man, let's do uh, let's do this real quick. Weekly, you shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update. Weekly update, people. Do you have them or not? Spit them out if you do. Who wants to go first? ladies first okay well gosh all all i've been doing this week is playing massive massive amounts of world of warcraft uh been doing that in preparation for the patch that's or the expansion that's coming out in november and uh we're also remodeling our house so james i know you know what that's like yeah gutting the entire place i remember the last time i remodeled your house it was terrible so yeah (laughs) i know and we're doing it again i just can't stop (laughs) (laughs) so i'm either at the computer or up with the hammer and nails up on the second floor just don't get those too confused because that could really lead to disaster um so tell me this why are you having prepare for a what 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 requires your playtime in order to prepare for this expansion uh well the it's the the second big expansion of world of warcraft and so a bunch of us are playing almost nonstop, trying to gather materials and uh just have a good time with the old content one last time before Uh, it becomes kind of obsolete and in preparation for the expansion there's a lot of kind of cool world events that are going on there are these ghouls that are running around and you can kill them and get loots and nice stuff so we're just having fun and uh, november 13th the new stuff drops cool. and then i'm really going to be glued to my chair yeah i had to quit world of warcraft it 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 was destroying my life but uh i'm it glad was eating your soul it was <laughs> <laughs> I had. Well, I think you should come back to the crack, James. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I had three months played in one year. Three months, and I know there's some people that probably put me to shame, but three months of my life I sat in front of a computer that year. I, I'm I was pretty shamed. So. So that's when you did your slash played. You got ninety days. Um. Yeah. yeah wow. I know. I had it bad. I wasn't sleeping. It was terrible. I have a wow. very addictive personality, and so I couldn't handle it. But uh, so, uh, Trevor, what's up in your life? Uh, but not Warcraft. Um, <laughs> although actually, I, I I have played off and on for since launch, but I'm taking a bit of a break right now. Yeah, yeah. But, you got to um, get that level. You got to get that guy to level five eventually, though, Trevor. I'm telling you, I, I've got a fifty, a level fifty six, and a level forty two. So I'm not, you know, I'm certainly not hard. I'm not talking about I'm, the ones you bought on eBay. I'm talking about the ones you're building. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Uh, I just got a quick little silly uh, weekly update. Um, uh, the, this week while I was at work, I'm not sure where my mind was, but it was obviously wasn't at work. Um, I went to go make a cup of tea in our lunchroom, um, and I I had gone into, and just like I had for the last year in that same lunchroom, I put my mug down and put the tea bag in and went and got two uh, creamers out of the fridge and poured the first one into the cup and threw it into the garbage, you know, the empty container in the garbage, and then opened up the second one, and for some reason proceeded to then dump it into the garbage can <laughs> right beside me. I have no idea why. Well, everybody was staring at me trying to figure out what exactly it was I was doing. So, silly, but I looked, I, I felt like on, an idiot. You were, on, you were on autopilot. I've done that stuff before. <laughs> I you thought the garbage can looked thirsty. You were being charitable. I remember when I was... <laughs> When I was uh, still single, I uh, I come home and I found I opened the cupboard where I usually put you know dry goods like boxes of cereal and stuff, and there was a gallon of spoiled milk in there from the morning. And uh, 
I kind of rolled my eyes at myself and went over and opened the fridge, and sure enough, there was the live cereal there in the uh, in the refrigerator. So, oh no! Haven't you ever put ice cream in the in the uh, in the refrigerator or anything like that? Or I've done that. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I think it might be just you. <laughs> <sighs> That's why I do the show because I can hang up on anybody at any time. No, my weekly update, <laughs> yeah, uh, my weekly update um, is pretty quick. It has to do with the comic that I drew uh, last night. It's a Halloween comic, and you ought to go check it out at nlcast.com. And assuming you're seeing this before Thursday, uh, but it's one of uh, it's it's a picture of my family as if you were seeing us on Halloween night through my kids' eyes. And uh, I don't want to spoil it all, but there is a, a princess in there. And my little girl saw the comic today and she's like, oh, am, is that what I'm going to look at? Like, am I going to be that tall? That was her big question. <laughs> and I was like, well, you, you know, you, you'll feel that tall. And she goes, well, I'm going to look down at my, <laughs> wait, she says, when I get to look like that, I'm going to look down and see how big my chest is. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Because obviously the princess in the book, you know, it's not you, you when you see it, it's not grotesque. It's very tastefully done, but she does have a woman's bosoms, as as we would say. And yeah, my daughter was very excited to uh, to think that she was going to look that way. <laughs> I will look down and see how big my chest is. So three years old, I've already I've already warped her brain. She doesn't need Barbies to uh, to embed a self conscious self image in her. That's what dads are for, apparently. So starting them young. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I'm so screwed. Oh, the other day, you know, I'm a pastor. She goes, I don't like Jesus anymore. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> great. Well, you know, might as well start now. You know how PKs are. They're all devils. But uh, I was like, why? She goes, because he never talks to me. And she, she's like, what? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. And she waits. She goes, see, it's not saying anything. I'm like, dang it. How am I going to explain that? You're supposed to be asking these things, these questions in college, not when you're three. But anyway, <laughs> I told her he was busy. So that's a good thing to teach kids. Yeah, Jesus he's wouldn't talk to, to you, talk to you right now, but he's yeah. he's a little busy right now. He's he's playing WoW. He's on. He, he's too busy for you, little girl. He's about to ding seventy. You know, he's just he's just getting in there. Anyway, I actually had a good answer, but this isn't a sermon podcast, so I won't I won't bore you with the details. But uh, that makes me this, though I would think. One of the many tools of the devil. Yeah. Oh, no! So I'll, I'll make myself the LBB of the week, both for uh, screwing up my daughter's self-image and for uh, tainting her visions of, of the Savior. But anyway, let's do some of this. News. Two pieces of news. Uh, actually, three. The first one being, go check out uh, Grace's podcast, All About Azeroth, at allaboutazeroth.com. Would you uh, tell them a little bit about your show? Well, it's called All Things Azeroth. Or actually. you can go to All Things <laughs> Azeroth and the heck with all about it. <laughs> and uh, I'm actually new on the podcast. Um, the My buddy Medros, who's in the chat room right now, started the podcast a pretty long time ago. And I just came on board um, two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we're just having fun um, exploring news and uh, things that are going on in the world of Warcraft. So we are mostly a news podcast. We talk about what we're doing, what we're planning for the expansion, and we just try and have a good time. So we normally broadcast live on StickCam Monday nights at 9.30 EST. So you can come check us out. You can follow us uh, on Twitter. I'm Grace on Twitter. He's Medros, that's M-E-D-R-O-S. And if you want to shoot us an email, if you have any comments or questions, we can be reached at show at allthingsazeroth.com. 
Azeroth.com. So come join us. It's a good time. Yeah, all things Azeroth, people. Not all stuff or all about. <laughs> all the things that are about the Azeroth <laughs> thingy. Yeah, yeah all, <laughs> all about Azeroth was taken because it's such a great URL. It has to be <laughs> if I was thinking about it. You might want to get it now because 900 people are going to go to that one and they're going to get some porn site and they're going to wonder what the heck was that woman talking about on the show. Oh, no. Just telling you. Um, uh, so that's the first piece. The second piece is vote for my children's ministry podcast, if you will, at podcastawards.com. You can go there and down at the bottom under Religious Inspirational. Third from the top, you will find Children's Ministry Monthly. You click on it, fill in your name, your email address, and then uh, click send every single day. Do it. That is part of the Gospel of Kennison. If you want this show to save your soul, that is one of the requirements. Uh, it was either that or 10% of your income. We went ahead and went with this, okay? So count your blessings. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Joe, that was it. I was going to tell you to call in with your scary stories, but heck with y'all. If you waited this long, you don't get on a show because this is now. Um, we do have a little bit of middle school drama, so let me uh, let me play it. Who, me? <laughs> Alrighty, alrighty. Uh, hey, James. This is your new Xbox Live friend, uh, Mollin Maniac. I have a story that I think you will really enjoy. Unfortunately, I was not involved. I was only an innocent bystander. So I wasn't involved, but I was a bystander. I wasn't involved, though. I'm adding. Uh, still, it was really funny, and I needed to send it in anyway. Uh, I have a friend who is in my pre pre-calculus class. I'll call him Jackson. And there's also a senior girl in my class I'll call Katrina. Are you following so far? Um, this is because this is where the plot... I'm lost. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't understand grades and seniors. Uh, I, all I know right now is you guys are apparently really smart and you have a very dumb senior girl in your pre-calculus class. That's the only thing I can imagine. Katrina had a pencil she was using in class one day when apparently she deemed the pencil unfit for further use. She threw the pencil out in the trash and went to get and went back to her seat. After the bell rang, everyone got out of their seats to go to the second period class. As I left for English, I noticed Jackson was heading toward the trash can, but I thought nothing of it. The next day in pre-calc, Ka Katrina went to her desk and scratched her head. Right on top of the desk was the pencil she had thrown away the previous day. Confused, she simply picked up the pencil and threw it out again. On the third day, she went to her desk again. Yet again, there was the pencil sitting there. As she saw it, she let out a small gasp. She grasped the pencil and threw it across the room. On the fourth day, the pencil was there again and with it, a small note that said, please take me back, Katrina. <laughs> Unfortunately, the next day, the fun ended because someone let the cat out of the bag. Uh, one of her neighbors told Katrina that Jackson had been placing the pencil on her desk every day for the past few days. Katrina got so mad, she punched Jackson in the shoulder and he deserved it. Uh, I don't know how much you enjoyed that story. I thought it was really great. I guess nobody wanted... Uh, warn Katrina about stalkers, especially not stalker pencils. You don't mess with people named Katrina because they turn around and destroy your state. So don't it's, mess. It was kind of like the Telltale Heart with pencils. I I guess so. <laughs> That's why we have a segment called Middle School Drama. I I wasn't gonna do one because I wanted to save room for the Halloween stories, but that was kind of like a spooky pencil story in a middle school sort of way. <laughs> there there are middle schoolers that are going to hear that story and they're going to have nightmares. Uh, me, I'm going to have nightmares about, uh, what what is it, the, the statement, um, oh, where was it? I think I deleted it already. Boo on me. 
that uh oh i forgot to say this i'm sorry i'm a little scatterbrained today we're sponsored today by Curio. thank you so much Curio and dofin d-o-f-n uh thank you for sponsoring the show today if you'd like to sponsor your own episode you can visit us at uh nlcast.com and click on sponsor an episode we're also sponsored in part by go to my pc the traditional office is becoming more of a touchpad than a daily destination and long gone is our reliance on a landline to work away from the office more people are performing work from home uh, or other locations thanks to technologies like go to my pc that lets you take your office with you wherever you go with Go to My PC, you can have freedom from the office, enhanced work-life balance, and increased work flexibility. So when choosing a remote access service, you need to make sure it's easy to set up, easy to use, and affordable. Easy like Go to My PC. And you can try it free for 30 days just because you listen to the show. And for this special offers, offer, go to go to mypc.com slash podcast. That's go to mypc.com slash podcast and take your office with you wherever you go with go to mypc.com. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump right into uh, a theme show, a series of scary stories from our co-hosts, myself and you. Peace. Are you thinking what I am thinking? Good. That means we'll both be listening to Nobody's Listening podcast every week. Featured Story. All right, it's a uh, theme show, and you know what we do on those? We tell a bunch of stories. We're going to start with our super new, super awesome uh, guest host, and uh, hit us with uh, hit us with some Halloweeny stories. Some Halloweeny stories. Yeah. All right, well, I have two. Okay. One, you can tell me which one you want to hear first. One actually concerns that Halloween, one. costumes, candy, the whole bit. And the other one is actually a funnier story, I think, but it, it was more like around Halloween time than actually Halloween night. I tell you so what. So which one do you want? Tell them in the order that you told them. And, you know, if, if, if Trevor thinks of a story or I think of a story, we'll just kind of blend it up and, and then, you know, we'll just go from there. Let's just see okay. see where the where – the... Sounds sounds good. I just have to make sure I do tell the second one because it's worth the price of admission. Okay. Uh, which is free, but never mind. I say, which is so, free, so uh, – <laughs> So maybe I just diss my own story. Anyway, Halloween night. This, this happened when I was 10 years old. Mm. Two momentous things happened on this Halloween. Uh, number one was I was 10 years old. So my parents had said when I turned 10 that I could go trick-or-treating with just my friends with no parents for the first time. So this was a big deal. The other thing that happened was that year I learned how to sew. So I had it in my little head that I was going to make my own costume. Ah. So I was this very strange little kid, and I decided I wanted to be George Washington for Halloween, which and why is totally not? weird. But yeah, why not? What the heck? So I had the wig and the powder in the wig, and I had a frock coat from the thrift store and buckles on my shoes. And I got this pair of pants from the thrift store, and I decided I was going to take them in, take them up, and make the knickers. So I, I head out the door with my little friends, and we're heading out the driveway in full regalia. And my dad comes out of the house, and he's trying to flag me down. He's trying to tell me something. And I was scared because I thought maybe he changed his mind about letting me go without him. So we start walking, pretending we're deaf, pretending we don't hear him. We round the corner. We're gone. And we trick or cheat for like three hours. We have candy out the yin-yang. I think I filled half of a garbage bag with candy. I come back in the house. It's like 10 at night, 11 at night by this point. And I realized that the reason that my dad had frantically been trying to flag me down was the fact that I had a giant hole in my butt. Uh. 
Uh, I've forgotten to sew my pants up. So three hours. I have one of those. With my underwear hanging out for the world to see. Yay. Yeah, so it was scary. I guess you could say it is scary. <laughs> but 10-year-old butt scary, not wow. really Halloween-y scary. So, oh, man. Yeah. George Washington, as you've never seen him before. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. George hopefully we'll never see him again. President's gone wild. President, it was not <laughs> President's gone wild. George, George Washington never told a lie, but he did never, he, he did rip open his fly, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> That's how that goes down. Wow. So, the now, next year, just suffice it to say, I bought a costume the following years. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Did you go as George Washington full color, or did you go to George Washington on the dollar bill? Like, uh, No, I was full color. Okay, because that I would be really not cool. not the monochromatic George Washington. Yeah, if you were wearing green and white and, and painted thumbprints all over your face, you know, or something like that to look like the lines, I... I would just really respect that. But you were 10. I mean, what could you do? I was, I tried. I tried my darndest. So nobody it told you. It would have been an awesome you. costume if it weren't for the butt. Nobody, you, nobody told you. Nobody set you straight. Nobody helped you out. You're, well, my dad tried. Right. But, but I didn't friends. listen to him. So that was my own fault. Your friends didn't check, didn't help you out. Yeah, no, that's what, what I'm thinking. I mean, they've had to notice. <laughs> I mean, your friend Lincoln and, and <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Yeah. I know. You're Thanks, the, friends. You're dressed up. Lot. You're dressed up as quarters. I, I don't know. <laughs> you got heads and tails for sure. I guess is what it was. Oh, I had tails. <laughs> should, should have been. Oh, yeah. I was should have a, noticed it was a little breezy back there. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I um, I don't have any stories that have to do with uh, comics. All I could think of when you said that was Parent Trap, uh, the original, the good one. Uh, when uh, she cuts the back of the dress off the other, the other girl <laughs> during the party. But uh, if you've never seen that, you wouldn't know what I was talking about. My daughter, she won't even watch that. She'll she'll walk around behind the television and wait. Is it over? Because she's being bad. So, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, good that she knows that. Uh, I I think so. You know. She doesn't like Jesus anymore, but she won't watch uh, bad TV shows. So you got something. Going yeah, yeah. Um, uh, go ahead with your second one, because I, yeah, I don't have anything that even rivals that. That was great. My second story. Okay, this may be the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me. So, oh boy. so I hope you all feel honored because this, this is tough. Uh, I was in seventh grade, and my dad went on a business trip. And this was, this was around Halloween time. It was in the fall. It was at the start of this year. So that's how I'm getting away with telling it on the show. So he goes away on a business trip. And my mom um, decided that she was going to let me stay home from school and we were going to go do girly things like get our nails done and go out to eat. Um, and she rarely did this, so I thought I would jump at the chance to skip school. Who wouldn't? Yeah. So it uh, turns out I had a test that morning. So we changed our plans and she said, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to school. You're going to take your tests in the morning. Then I'm going to come to the office and I'm going to fake a story about you being sick and me having to take you to the doctor. But instead, we're going to go and we're going to, you know, go have fun. And this is your mom. I take my test and then just on cue, I get a page from the office saying, you know, uh, come on down. Your mother's here. So I walk down to the office and I'm trying to look sick. (laughs) And uh, I go in the office and I see my mom feeding the secretary this total, you know, 
bull Krizzle about me being sick and having bit the bullet to come into school and how she's going to take me home. So I'm standing there trying to look really pathetic when the principal comes out of the office. And this was kind of a small school, so everyone knew everyone, and the principal and my mom were friends, and I think my mom actually taught her daughter piano lessons. Anyway, so she starts telling the principal how sick I am. <laughs> and I'm starting to feel guilty by this point, but I'm trying to look sick. So the principal comes over. She gives me a hug and she says, okay, go, you know, go, you better get to bed. I'm kind of worried about you. So we leave the school. We get in the car. We high five and we went out to eat. We had a great time that day. <laughs> so a couple hours later, uh, we went home. It was probably 2.30 in the afternoon and it was really hot still. And my mom said, well, you know, why don't we go, let's go do something. School's getting out. It's probably safe for you to be seen out and about in town at this point. So we thought we had the grand idea that we would take our great big old minivan and go to the local buggy wash, which was a hot attraction in rural New York because it was one of those car washes that let you do it yourself. Oh. Like you'd pull in and you'd put your quarters in the machine and you would like select your waxes and your rinses and you do it all yourself. So it was a favorite place for parents to take their kids. So we go there and we're washing the car. We're getting wet. We're squirting each other with the hose. It's, it's all fun. And we start to run out of money. <laughs> and so we decide the last thing we're going to do is called the foam brush. And the foam brush is this giant long-handled bristle brush that would vomit forth this bright pink foam that was like a wax. Yeah. And you put it all over your car and you let it sit there and then you wash it off and it left your car nice and shiny. So we're doing this with the car. And we realize it quickly becomes apparent that the brush is broken and it's not turning off. <laughs> so our car is covered in this neon pink stuff. We're starting to get covered in it. It's starting to pile up on the floor and we can't stop it. <laughs> so my mom is trying to unscrew the thing. She's got it in her face. I think I had it in my eyes. Finally, we had to go get the attendant to go shut the thing off in the back. So we're out of money. Our car is covered in neon pink wax. We are covered in neon pink wax. The floor, there's about three feet of wax on the floor. And then we look and we see there's a car that's pulling into the buggy wash and waiting for our spot. And I realized. They got pink wax. Come on, everybody. It's <laughs> free. <laughs> I realized that getting out of the car is my school principal. Oh. <laughs> has now seen me supposedly deathly ill, covered in pink wax, looking like an idiot, with my mom clearly having skin. See, see, that's when I grab a bunch of that junk, I throw it in my mouth, and then puke <laughs> it out in front of him. Like, oh god, I'm so sick. Look at that puke everywhere. I'm puking pink <laughs> foam. Exactly what I was thinking. Run while you can. <laughs> Oh. Devil, get out! Devil, get out! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it was a bad scene. It was a bad, especially because we were out of money, so we had no money for the water for the rinse. Mm -hmm. So we were grabbing towels out of the back of that thing, like the old crappy towels, trying to wipe it off, trying to wipe it off ourselves, and all without really acknowledging that we know this woman has seen us and knows, you know, what happened. So mm -hmm. <sighs> going to school the next day was unpleasant. Yes, of course, but we're I all full of goo at that point in time because you probably couldn't wash it off. 
Yeah, you know, I think we cleared off the windshield at least and like drove home looking like fools. And then we got the hose out and, ah. you know, cleaned ourselves up, cleaned it up. But well, oh, it was bad. It I'm, was glad bad it wasn't, I'm glad it didn't happen to my mom because I would have had it for lunch the next day. And the next day, it's like, oh. I, I paid for this stuff. You're going to eat it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you're going to be grateful. That's right. In my day, we didn't have pink phone. <laughs> <laughs> we had to eat it right off the brush. Anyway, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. It's funny to me. It's funny to me. Okay, okay. That was excellent. That was great. And uh Halloween related too, so that's always nice. Um I'm just kidding. Uh let's see. I um I had a haunted house experience. So you guys ever been in a haunted house before? Yep. Like not a real one. I'm talking about like at a theme park or something. Maybe when I was really young. Yeah, I I was sheltered as a kid. Didn't really do a whole lot of stuff like that. Halloween was not something we celebrated or even believed in, which I always thought was funny that, you know, we don't believe in Halloween. Well, it does exist. Um, You, you know, we should believe in it. We might not celebrate it. <laughs> But uh, that's kind of ridiculous. You don't exist. You know, if I close my eyes, it's not happening. I mean, it's one thing not to believe in Santa. You know, Santa's not real out there, people. Uh, but hey, not hey, hey. not to believe in. That's like saying I don't He's believe. Not? In, I don't oh, believe. No. I don't believe in Tuesdays. Okay, we just don't. <laughs> we don't celebrate them. We don't. We don't acknowledge they exist. We just don't get out of bed that day. Okay. Um, but anyway, I still want my paycheck though. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, we didn't we didn't do a lot of Halloweeny stuff at all. It was like anti that. But so when I got out of you know high school and and into uh, my young adult life, I really had a desire to do all these things I wasn't able to do stuff like go to see movies and uh, and go to a haunted house. And I, I finally went and and I was I'm ashamed to say it was like I was like probably 22 or 23 when I went to my first one, and um, I didn't know what to expect. I th- I just thought I I'm gonna see some cool effects. You know, I know it's not real. I didn't know that not only was I, you know, had never been to one, I, I'm really, like, susceptible to it. Like, I, I'm a total wuss because I've never been exposed to such things before. Like and you're sheltered. I, I, I guess I wasn't afraid of the things in there because I knew it was fake and rubber and this and the other. I knew they weren't going to touch you. They tell you that ahead of time and all this stuff. But I, I found out that day that I'm, and I guess I knew it all along, but I'm very easily startled. Like I, if there's somebody in there emptying my garbage when I come into the office in the morning, they always freak me out and scare me. And <laughs> I'm I was bathing my kids today, and my wife just comes in to get a towel, and she freaks me out. You know, I'm just very easily startled. And so I went through this house, and I was like, I was comatose. It was just everything was terrible. And 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 these guys would jump out from behind corners, and I didn't want to go. Well, this bouncer, they they've got this bouncer in there, and uh, he eyeballs me and i because i told him i, I want to leave i want an exit i see exit signs he goes the exit's this way and i'm like this is the rest of the haunted house that's not an exit yes that is keep moving keep moving and i'm about to panic and i've never like panicked before but this big giant bouncer was more scary than anything else in the place and so what i realized if i just drug my feet the people with me would get the real big scare and then i would just be able to like walk past them as they continued their their bluffing and that's exactly what i did they jump out and and then and then they would turn to me and try to scare me because they can see the wimps and I, I I don't blame them they're gonna dog me out 
And they would turn to me, and I would just start talking to them. Hi. Oh, wow. That's a very nice knife. Oh, you have your head in your arms. That's pretty cool. Ooh, there's a tub of blood behind you. That is amazing. Good. All right, I'm out of here. I'm gone. Okay, okay, yeah. And then at the very end, at the very end, there was this big dude, and he and he was like a mannequin, and he had a mask on, and he was and he had a chainsaw. And the two people, you know, I, I let I knew this was scary stuff, so I let the people in front of me go ahead, and they walked all the way past, and and nobody nobody got scared, nothing happened. I thought, okay, this is just a visual thing, you know, they want to just show you this, and so I start walking, and I'm getting a little brave, and all of a sudden that stinking chainsaw comes to life, and that dude jumps out and hits the bars and starts <laughs> scraping it chainsaw and oh my gosh i did not poop my britches but uh but i i did i did in my in my heart my heart pooped its britches so <laughs> and i that's swore I'm not sure that's a better image i swore to everything that was holy i'd never do another one of the things again i just can't handle it i just couldn't handle it i my heart was stopping over and over and over and oh i don't even remember anything real specific except for that dude at the end and how he had figured out my trick i think bouncer man had a radio and he was like dude you know get this guy oh 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 and the kicker is as i was leaving you oh, know wait, there wait, were people, the best part <laughs> there were there were people laughing like the guards you know were talking about me to the people at the exit and Aww. and the guy with the chainsaw did touch me he touched me as i left i think they told him to touch me so i would scream or something and i didn't because i didn't realize it was him if i had i would have and i would have fulfilled their wishes but um. Yeah. Yeah. That he did touch me, so I should I should sue. Well, at least he didn't touch you with the chainsaw. Because uh, then you'd have to sue. Well, it just depends on where he touched me. It was on the back, though. I just want to say <laughs> that. I just want to say that very clearly right now. Uh. So anyway, yeah, that was my one and only haunted house experience. Never, never gonna do that again. I used to live in a trailer. People that listen to the show know that um, there were three trailers merged together. And we just cut holes between them. And I was stuck all the way in the very, very far back of it. In the middle of the night one night, I don't know if this was a dream or it was real. I, I do know it was a dream, but at the time I didn't believe it. Because my mother was very clear with me that there were demons. And that, you know, demons came out when everybody else was gone. And, and demons were, were going to get in your face. And demons could get in you. And it was just this this big cycle of demons. I think I learned more about demons than I did about Jesus. But uh, I was sleeping one night. And, uh, and I feel this hand, this tiny hand, grab my wrist as it hangs off the side of the bed. Kid you not. Ooh. Yeah. Little, little wrist, little, little, like if you could take two of your fingers and your thumb and wrap it around your wrist, that's what it felt like. Little cold hand. And, mm. uh, and I, I, you know, I know that I was asleep and this, this is just a super realistic dream, but I start to panic and I'm <laughs> And, and, and I'm trying to use, uh, and I've said this before with David and stuff, the, the only word that little Christian kids know to use is the name of Jesus, okay? It is like the magic word that would drive away everything. You know, if locusts come at you, if the sky turned dark, if your, if your water turned to wine, you could reverse it all just by chanting that name over and over and over. I was trying to pull it up, but I could not speak. I was, and, and I hear this little voice that says, uh, do not, it says, do not scream. <laughs> and, was, and so immediately I disobeyed. It was, yeah, that makes it better. It, said, it just said, it said, do not scream. And I went, it's like, and I couldn't, I couldn't scream. I couldn't freak out. And, and all I know is eventually the hand let go 
And I know it was a dream because I just I just remember going back to sleep. And there's no way in the world that if that was real, I would have gone to sleep. But also, there's no way in the world I would have gotten out of that bed either. <laughs> and that's the bad thing about monsters under your bed is you can't leave the bed because they'll get you. They will pull you under. But you don't want to stay. So... So all you have to thing. do is you, you pull the blankets up over your face. They can't get you when you do that. Uh, That's what I was always taught. Is yeah, blankets right? do have the power to keep you from the man with the axe that lives under the bed. I don't know if anybody else had a man with an axe under your bed, but if you if you had your feet or arms hanging off the edge, the man with the axe would chop off your foot or your arm. And Oof. the sheets would protect you. Sheets could stop metal, apparently. So uh, That's good to know. Uh, I got one more if nobody else does. No? Uh, Trevor? I was just going to say it might be a good time to mention the people in the chat room that have joined us this evening. Oh, go! Well, thank you. I forgot. Yeah, let's take a quick second. <laughs> uh, thank you, all the people that are in the chat room. All right. Um, <laughs> you know that won't do, James. You can join no. us every Tuesday night at 9.30 on Ustream, and you can find that link on the webpage at nlcast.com. Uh, I see Jenna Villa in there. I see Bear Butt. He's moderating for us. Adam from KC's in there. Brigadier, concert pianist Grace is in there. I don't know who she is. Uh, Gulp, Jenna Villa, Medros. Uh, did I say that right? Medros? Mudros? Medros. Medros. He's, my, he's, he's I know. the host. That's why I wanted to make sure I said it right. Prodigal, <laughs> Ratface, Tam Twirl, and uh, Ustream Bot, the eternal fan of our show is in there as well. Okay, here's the last one, and then we'll get on with your uh, stories and your input. Um, I dressed up uh, one time in in high school for Halloween, and I got away with it only because at the time I was working in the drama department at my school, and I needed to age myself uh, to be an old man, and I studied up on latex, and, and what you do is you stretch out your face, and then you paint it with latex and let it dry, and when you let it go, it, it exaggerates, you know, since you stretch out your skin, it make, it wrinkles your face up, just like what you're gonna look like when you're old. And it was really, really cool. You stretch out your forehead, stretch out your cheeks, your eyes, everything, and paint all this latex on. Luckily, I was not, uh, what do you call it, uh, allergic. Latex intolerant. Yeah, yeah. So my parents, uh, you know, decided, like I said early on, we weren't doing the Halloween thing. Uh, it's it's evil. It's going to destroy your soul. And so, in order to share the love of Christ with everybody, what we're going to do is, when people come to the door, we're going to open up the door and scream at them and tell them, "We don't celebrate your demonic holiday. Go away and may the love of Christ be with you." You know, that's what we were basically going to do. And it was just a great way to just, you know, alienate people and and come off self-righteous. But anyway, I was it was my turn at the door and I had no desire to do this. um, So I was going to be very kind about it. And I opened the door and there's this ton. I mean, there's a group of young children spanning from 10 and under, no parents to be seen. Each of them got their bags out. And I opened the door and I said, I'm sorry, but... And they look at me, they scr- their eyes pop open, they scream bloody murder and run, and I don't understand why they're running. So I step out of the door and try to walk after them a couple of the steps until I realize that they're looking at a 90-year-old, yucky-looking old man, because I had had this makeup on my face practicing for my <laughs> drama thing, and I'd come out and, and was trying to explain to them they didn't even wait for it. I thought they were going to get hit by a car, but they, they did not. And I wanted candy. And the old, I, I don't know, I must have not looked very authentic because I can't imagine that a regular old man would be scary. I must have looked like I had leprosy or something. 
And every time I talk about a disease, I get a hate mail. Uh, if you have leprosy, I'm not saying you look weird or look like a scary old man or that you can't answer your own door if you want to. Okay? Just want to make that clear. Leprosy, I think you did, actually. Leprosy, leprosy rocks. So if you have it, we love leprosy. We love we love you and we support you, and we will we will wear a green ribbon in your honor. All right, that was wrong. Sorry, I just imagine that their skin was green like a zombie. Because of their rotting skin. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll just dig a hole. It's the spirit of David, my brother, coming back. Oh man, let's do uh, let's do some voicemails and emails. I'm gonna read one and then play one. Okay, I think that'll work. Ah la la, here we go. Hey guys, I got a spooky story and I find it funny sometimes and other times apparently he doesn't. I used to have a real hard time going to sleep. Every little noise in the house needed to be investigated, even though my wife would tell me my imagination was getting away from me. I always imagined someone breaking into the house when I heard, when, whenever I heard a funny little bump in the middle of the night. Thank, thankfully, I've overcome that issue now. One night I was lying in bed. I heard a noise. I responded in my typical way of staring into the darkness, freaking out, straining to hear more so I could figure out what it was. I heard it again, and I could swear someone was in my house. I attempted to wake up my wife, but she was used to me and ignored me. I still heard the noise. I laid there freaking out as I thought I heard my doorknob rattle. My adrenaline must have gone through the roof. I immediately looked at the knob and waited. And then I saw that someone was, in fact, actually turning it. I had one of those I-can't-believe-this-is-happening-to-me moments and almost felt paralyzed, but I pushed through it. I stood up, shaking, walked over to the door, clad only in my boxers. I stood at the door. I steeled myself for the conflict, and I'm ashamed to say I even dropped into a karate stance. (laughs) I will get you, evil one. (laughs) This karate stance will save me. I look like somebody from Double Dragon, but I'm ready for you. Okay, I I grabbed that door, I swung it open, and I roared as loud as I could, posing like I knew karate. So, (laughs) (laughs) on the other side of that door was my two-year-old son, screaming back at me in fear, probably peeing his pants. (laughs) Thankfully, he doesn't remember a thing. Thanks, love the show, Patrick. (laughs) That's awesome. Love it. Love it. The things we do to our children. I swear. Uh, let me play this real quick. Why, Daddy, why do you want to hurt me? Uh, sad thing is, uh, his two-year-old is possessed by the devil, and it, and he really was coming to kill them, but uh, he scared the crap out of him, so all the crap went away. Here, listen to this. Hey, James, this is Chris from the Jesus Geeks podcast. You can find us over at www.jesusgeeks.com. Most plug now over. Calling in regards to your latest episode with your guest host on there. Towards the end, he made some disparaging remarks towards tall people. Yep. Well, being the six foot eight, three hundred ninety pound ex bouncer from New York that I am, I just wanted to call him to say, "Hey, threaten you." There's nothing wrong with us tall people. It's all you short people not watching where we're going and getting stuck to the bottom of our shoes. So, if you don't want to get stuck to the bottom of our shoes. Pay attention to us. But you know what? Maybe the nobody's listening podcast, but you know, if you're too small, nobody's watching you. So, Ooh. but anyways, keep up oh. the great show. Love it, enjoy it. Keeps me awake at work, which is always a plus. So, James, keep up the good work. I'll talk back at you again soon. Bye. Okay, Trevor, he's talking oh. to you, buddy. Do you have a response? I was going to say uh, this. This is this is why you invited me back, was it? You you wanted me to be threatened. <laughs> I, I tell you, every time I say anything, I get hate mail. Not that that was that's uh, that's dude over at Jesus <laughs> Geeks, and he's cool. But uh, yeah, I, I, all I'd have to say to that, and I don't usually pick on the tall people, but I'd say you know we we would look out for you, but your shadows block the sun, 
and uh, it's kind of hard to see. So unless we want to be prepared perpetually with flashlights, um, you know, just help us out. Help us out. Look down from your heights at the small little ant people and don't squish them. So I'm scared now. Uh, let me read another one here. I want to reread the Mexico City one because I love it. The the one was uh, your teacher is die. That's the one I I like. I want to do a recap song called your teacher is die. Um, hey James, I just started listening to the show after hearing about it on ELR, and since it's going to be close to Halloween, I thought I should tell you a little Halloween story. A few years ago, my cousin and I went to this theme park to spend Halloween. It was really fun. We went on rides, saw spooky stuff, and even went to a cool magic show, and we got tickets for a haunted house. Well, to get prepared for that haunted house, we decided to go to a smaller haunted trail. Oh, my God, it was scary. I was freaking out left and right. I can relate. I can. And at the end, there was a guy with a chainsaw. Holy crap. Swinging it. And this is like, was he with me? Was this the guy that was in front of me? Uh, it was a chainsaw. He's swinging it at the guests, and I stopped in my tracks. I hate chainsaws and guys with chainsaws. So do we. So I motioned to the guy to leave me alone. Motioned to him. Um, as I passed, he raised the chainsaw, and I ran. I don't think I ran so fast in my entire life. And at one point, I tripped, hit my head on a wooden post, but I got up and kept running, not even feeling any pain. Don't worry, I was fine. Afterward, I refused to go into the bigger haunted house and just waited outside and had some hot cocoa. TJ, TJ, I support your decision, dude. Because I'm a total wimp, too. Oh, gosh. Um, no comments from the peanut gallery. Because you guys have never done a haunted house, so no... I know we're lame. I, I, I used to do like a boring one, like you know, back when I was when I was young, I being that the radio station put on or something like that. But nothing that had chainsaw killing people. Yeah, yeah. Edges. <laughs> I, you know, I, I can handle like Disney's haunted mansion. Love it. Love the love the whole thing. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, even if the, if that wasn't a ride, if I had to walk through it, I don't think I could do it. It's just that walking thing. I don't know. Anyway, this is uh, Edward. He has a very unique Halloween story. Share it with you right now. Hey, James. This is uh, Edward calling from Texas. I had a Halloween uh, story for you. Thought you uh, thought I'd tell you our engagement story. Whole thing is, is uh, you know, uh, I've been dating my my wife for a couple of years, and I always told her that I would never propose on a holiday. Well, this was all a big scheme to make sure that she would have no clue when I was going to propose to her because she wanted it done all big in public like most girls do. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to propose to her at our uh, Halloween party, which, you know, all of us were going to be there. So we had it at her friend's house, who I had never been over before. I went early. I set everything up. And... uh you know, your rose petals and the candles and the whole spiel. Well, what happened was it's supposed to be a party. And so when we show up that night, you know, first off, I I found the house, you know, no problem. And I had never been there before, according to her knowledge. And so I'm walking up to the house, and she's like, you know, I don't think we have the the right place. Reason being is that they forgot to turn on the music. Everything's dead quiet. We're looking in through the windows, and no one's there. You see, like, a whole bunch of decorations and stuff, but there's no music. And you kind of hear giggling in the backyard. Everything's set up in the backyard. So we walk in through the house, and she's like, we have the wrong place. We need to, you know, this isn't the right place. No one's here. Where's the party? Where is everybody? I'm like, just trust me. Just trust me. So, we, you know, we walk through the house. We go through the 
backyard. Everyone's there. All the candles are everywhere. No one's saying a word, but some some of the people are holding candles. So you look around. All around this yard is a whole bunch of quiet people holding candles. It's all dark. You can barely make out their faces. It looks like I'm about to sacrifice her. And it isn't until she falls the trail of candles to a little table where I have a whole bunch of candles and rose petals and all that stuff that she sees the ring. There's and a knife. when we walk up there, you know, I drop to a knee and, and uh, a whole bunch of my friends flip some signs over and said, you know, will you marry me? And she, she breaks down crying and all that good stuff. Out of relief. But, yeah, we've been married a few months now, but uh, I just thought it was a pretty uh, awkward, fun uh, story and uh, fun engagement. Uh, hope you like it. All right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Marry me, or you will be a virgin sacrifice. So she <laughs> <laughs> chose wisely. I'm assuming she married him. Well, yeah, yeah. He said they've been married a few months. I just love the fact that he meant it for to be so romantic, but because of the season, it totally took on a different, you know, feel. <laughs> it's like yeah. It's like shot. It's like uh, it's like hot fuzz. You know, the greater good. You know that whole thing. So. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Love it. Um, let's see. Here's one that happened last year. Well, October 31st rolled around. I'm not one that likes to dress up. My parents wanted me to hand out candy to the kids. My plan was to take the sheets off my bed, toss them over my head, and sit out front and sit a bowl of candy in my lap and go boo when kids grab the candy. I forgot I left my sheets in the washing machine, so to avoid being a wet ghost, I grabbed the extra sheets from my closet, and they happen to be black. So I was sitting in the driveway on a chair with a black sheet over me and a bowl of candy in my lap. Kids would start walking up to the end of my driveway and stop, and the mothers would run over and pull them back. Even guys my age would bypass my house. About 45 minutes later, a cop pulls up and shines a spotlight on me. He walks over and says, So do you think it's funny to scare kids? <laughs> no, sir. I said, on Halloween, yes. <laughs> I said in fear of being arrested, he grabbed a Kit Kat from the bowl and told me, get a white sheet, <laughs> as he started back to his car and drove off. Man, was he from Georgia or something? <laughs> white, they got plenty of them down there. Uh, it's amazing how costumes with gratuitous amounts of gore won't scare kids, but a simple black sheet will. Well, apparently he was racist. That's the only thing I could figure out. So. <laughs> Lord help us. All right. Um, uh, la, 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 la. Let me, uh, I think that's it. I think that's everything I want to play for the show. But wait, it can't, it can't be it. What about, yeah, man, you should have seen this guy. He was trying to propose to this girl on Halloween, man. It was so funny. She thought she was going to die. And I, where my dog? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Paul didn't call this week. I think he's had enough of me mocking him. So, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I do have a couple more I need to read here. Uh, cause people sent these in. I ought to read them. Let me read this last one. Cause it is pretty dang funny. Uh, here we go. Uh, Hey James, I wanted to send in a Halloween story back in junior high. I worked in, no, that's not it. Dadgummit. It's this one. Uh, Hey James, uh, and guest hosts. Hi to you as well. I, uh, have a story that involves me and my cousin. My cousin's name is Ham, Ham, Hamadai, by the way. Okay, to me uh, and my cousin, we were going to this traditional party thing in our town with his sister. And let's just say we wandered off. It was dead night, and we could not find our way back to the party. We wandered for what seemed like hours, and we couldn't find our way. That's when Smart Hamadai remembered his phone. He pulled it out, and it was empty. 
I guess the batteries were at dead. We were hopelessly lost and no phone. We kept walking till we came to this one building that people say are, is haunted. Hamadai believed it, and his eyes got all wide when we got there. But that's what. Uh, but what happened next is what freaked me and Hamadai out so much. We haven't even mentioned it to my friends. I told him that we should go knock on the door and ask for a phone. He practically peed his pants when we walked up there. I fearlessly knocked on the door. Okay, I lied. Not fearlessly. It was more like seeing a ghost fearlessly. I knocked and waited, and we heard from the inside, like some freaking killer was in there murdering some unlucky sucker. Hamadai screamed his head off and half dragged me and half ran away. Uh, When we finally got back to the road, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. We kept walking until he shouted, There! And where he was pointing was my house. We ran so fast we could have beaten Flash and Superman. We didn't knock. We didn't bang. We hammered until that door practically came down. My aunt opened it, saw us, and yelled, There they are! And all my cousins came running, showering us with hugs and almost killed us. My mom came running and hugged me. I thought my eyes would pop out. Uh, But after that, she yelled until I thought her eyes would pop out. There's my story. Thanks for letting me waste five minutes of your life. Bye. So thanks for the story. I just love the idea that there was something behind the door that that freaked him out. So, <laughs> Hamadai, Hamadai. I, I'm probably butchering that name. It's probably Indian, and I just totally jacked it up. So, yeah. All right. Uh, well, thanks for joining me. Appreciate you too. Thanks for your stories. Thanks for having us. No problem. Uh, again, go check out all about no crap. All things Azeroth. <laughs> <laughs> Raw. So go check out that podcast, by God, before before they change the name. And uh, right. <laughs> thanks, Grace, and everybody have a ha- oh thanks thanks to you too, whatever your name is, uh, Trevor you too over there, Trevor, oh, yeah. Um, and and everybody have a happy and safe Halloween. And I like to call it Candy Ween because that's what I'm in it for, my friends. I'm in it for the candy. Candy is the reason for the season, as they say. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter what you do, what Who's you say. Listening? Who's listening? Nobody is listening. <laughs> Loser pants. May a hole be in your britches. <laughs> every Halloween. Yeah, wait till the recap song. Yeah, you spread me last week. You did. You did. Are we clear? (laughs) Well, I may have been A strange little girl Who else in the world would dress up Like our first president Who didn't have a dent in her head I guess I did Cause I left dressed like that With buckles on my shoes My dad said something I didn't want to hear it So I went on like I had something to do I had a hole in my butt I mean in my pants What did you think I was saying? Acting like I was speaking like a man from France hole in my butt I mean a hole in my pants Can't get away with fixing that unless I do a little dance Yeah, yeah, yeah 
felt a draft but I guess it was some kind of strange Halloween witchcraft cause I didn't feel anything the whole time I was gone maybe that one time when I heard someone hollering me from the lawn across the street I thought it liked me maybe the buckles on my feet but it turned out he could see my cheeks yeah yeah I had a whole in my butt I mean my pants Why did you think I said anything else I think you have a dirty mind And you took a chance You heard what you wanted to hear I was dressed up like a quarter I was showing my head And I was definitely Showing my tail Woo! Hey, nobody's listening. Uh, my name is Nate, calling in the story. A few months ago, I went to a concert for a band called Fireflight. Uh, out of the concert, I went over to the merch booth to get a t-shirt. Uh, or found one that I liked. I got a large, brought back to my friends, showed them, held it up. I'm like, yeah, check out the shirt I bought. And then I realized it was pretty small for a large. And then I realized it was pretty curvy for a shirt. And then I realized I bought a chick shirt. Uh, luckily, I brought it back. I was able to get my money back. So uh, no financial harm done, but I wish I could say the same for my dignity. Hey, James and David, or our guest host. This is Randolph. I just called to say that I'm getting some progress into converting my sister to the gawk, or the gospel of Kennison. Uh Yesterday, I heard her singing the free count recap song, Cows Don't Belong Here. Uh, which you heard when I hooked up my iPod to his car stereo the other day. Anyway, uh, I have another another sister, a younger one, and she'll be converted soon to the gospel of Kennison as soon as I beat the living emo out of her. Or crap, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I'll be tuning in, and I love your podcast. Cheers. Hey, 